Hey, this is Kevin, host of the Dad Bod Wad podcast. I'm excited that you're here today. If you're already a subscriber to the show, thanks so much for already being part of an amazing community of dads fighting the Dad Bod. And if you're here for the first time, make sure you subscribe to the show because like always, we have an amazing conversation lined up for you today. Today we have Austin Maliolo who says, if you're having a difficult time finding the motivation to work out, ask yourself, can you keep up with your kids? Welcome to the Dad Bod Wad Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Torres, and I'm all about teaching new or soon-to-be dads how to get into great shape in as little as 15 minutes a day. I know too well what it's like to be in the throes of early fatherhood and the feeling of being overwhelmed with all the demands for your time, and the things that you love to do tend to fall by the wayside. But your fitness should not be put on the back burner. You shouldn't be put on the back burner. That's why I made it my mission to teach new or soon-to-be dads that you can still consistently work out, see results, and not feel stressed for time, so you can be the best version of yourself when it matters the most, throughout your years of fatherhood. My goal is to help you be the father your family needs and achieve the fitness that you want. And on today's show, we have Austin Maliola, whose resume is like one of those never-ending cartoon scrolls that just go on and on and on. He's a CrossFit Games athlete, a CrossFit seminar staff and flowmaster, an affiliate owner with three gyms of his own, a co-owner of the Ham Plan along with uh, James Hobart and Spencer Handel, the general manager of the Reebok Gym in Boston, and of course, he's a dad of an 18-month-old girl. And while it was tempting to ask him about his impressive CrossFit Games career, I really wanted Austin to share with us how he manages everything on his plate, that resume I just outlined, with being a relatively new dad. Because like a lot of you guys, he's in the thick of it right now. We recorded this conversation during the height of the COVID pandemic, while most of us are working from home and sheltering in place. So in this conversation, we discuss Austin's daily routines, when he works out, how he and his wife split up the parenting duties so that working from home can still happen, how fitness allows him to be the kind of father that he always wanted to be, and simple tips and tricks for you to get motivated to fight the dad bod as well. You'll want to stick around to the end of the show where we discuss how you can integrate fitness into the family without overwhelming your spouse or your kids. So without further ado, here's my chat with Austin Maliola. All right, Austin, how you doing, man? Doing well. How are you? Good, man. Thanks for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, I know how super busy you are, um, you know, with running... Uh, all, you know the affiliate, the three affiliates that you own with managing the hand plan, the 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 program director of the Reebok CrossFit One Gym. Is that correct? Yeah, like the official title. Like I think you're like general manager of the Reebok Gym, which encompasses uh the, the CrossFit space as well as you know the other offerings we have. But yeah, yeah. So you have a lot going on, and uh, and you're also a dad of uh, yeah. a little toddler. How eighteen months? Yeah, just yeah, eighteen months. About yeah. That's awesome, man. Um. Yeah, we have like a, a like a twenty two month old, so we're pretty much in that same range, and a three and a half year old. Um, but we're also yeah, we're also like in the throes of the Corona pandemic right now. Like as we record this, um, which is like late March, there are you know it's it, the the numbers keep ticking up, and we're all working from home, or we're all like forced to be home, yeah, in like a self isolation, you know, self quarantine type of deal. And I think everybody's world is like flipped upside down right now. So how is it, how are you dealing with it? How's it been impacting you? Yeah. I mean, it's been, I think certainly in the gym industry, the gym world, it's, it's about as opposite as you get, right. Where traditionally speaking, I spend more time at a gym than at home, you know, whether it's 
you know, working at Reebok or traveling around doing seminars. And so all of that has come to a screeching halt. Um, so myself and my wife, you know, now we're working from home, um, with, you know, and childcare is now a new, uh, a new job title that we have. So, you know, my wife actually, ironically enough, she's always works from home, but, um, you know, our daughter would go to daycare. So it's, it's nice to, the good thing is, is she's unbelievably efficient at what she does because she's been doing it for years. Um, so, and for me, my, my, with what I do is a little more esoteric in this in the nature of just phone calls and just doing a lot of things, managing a team of eight people. So it's a, it's a little different, but, um, I think the, the biggest challenge is, you know, now we schedule our almost by the hour of, all right, when can you watch Haley? When is, when are your meetings? When are your phone calls? So the night before we just look at each other's calendars and we try to mesh them to the best of our ability. Um, and, and beyond, beyond anything else, I think that's probably the biggest challenge is, you know, now we have another layer of complexity there. Um, you know, and with an 18 month old, which, you know, I didn't know about until, you know, 18 months hit, it's like, it's full speed. It's about, you know, it is, there's no like sitting on the couch watching TV. There's no, like, it's, you're just running around and, or, or you're playing the entertainment or, and, and, uh, you know, it's, that's a full-time job in and of itself. So it's definitely a lot of, of, of balance, but again, it's when you pull back, it's exhausting. But, you know, for me, whereas I would, I would miss bedtime, you know, or I would miss wake up you know, you know, depending on what my days were like. So I always just try to, you know, keep in mind that I get to, you know, see her when she wakes up and put her to sleep every day. And for me, that's something that for, for traveling and working so much, it's, uh, it was always a, a hard part for me. So I, I do find it still special to be able to do that. You know, in a month, maybe we can have another <laughs> conversation if we're still in this scenario, but right. it's, you know, it's still, it's really nice to be able to have that opportunity. No, and I love that perspective of like having, you know, like looking at the silver lining, um, you know, the fact that you're able to be there for wake up now and bedtime and all the time. And I was recently having a conversation with a friend the other day too. Um, like, when are we ever going to get this opportunity again? When like our kids are so young to be home so much, um, you know, the circumstances aren't great and I'm not downplaying anybody's experience who's like dealing or experiencing like some real hardships. Um, but you know, my wife and I are fortunate enough to have like salaried positions where, you know, we're, we're relatively going to, you know, we're going to be okay. We're going to weather this storm. Um, and I know that's not everybody's situation, but we're home right now and we get to spend so much time with the kids, which is awesome, but also really exhausting. So like yeah. we put our kids to bed, like at seven 30 or so, and literally it's like a high five and we're like, oh my God, that was intense. That was we did another, it. Yeah, yeah. We survived another day. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, that's, that's pretty, you know, it's, that's been exhausting. So it's, it's interesting that your wife, um, already works from home. And I loved what you said about, um, creating like a, a, a schedule with her, like overlapping schedules so that you could actually like tackle the day and in a way that's going to be like super productive. Right. So it's not just like flying by the seat of your pants, chasing a toddler around, but like, look from nine to 11, I have these calls I have to make. Um, so you're good with the baby cool. So whatever you do, you're walking around, you know, you watch a little TV, maybe if that's on your, you know, like go into the backyard or whatever. And then after those two hours, we switch, I can squeeze in a workout. I got to make some work calls and all that. I think that's like really smart. Um, any tips and tricks besides that 
just saying that that's worked really well in terms of like uh, co-scheduling or overlapping schedules with like that? Yeah, I think I think one is like so. I think that probably the biggest thing is just in in general communication. Um, you know, I, I always say that you know, I was you know talking to someone else about this that you know this is a really good proving grounds for marriages. Um, yeah, you know, because I mean you. I mean, communication is is at the epicenter of any relationship, but now it's we're around each other a lot, and like you said, it's exhausting and it's trying. So just really over communicating and 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 making sure that you know it's you know, you really have to be selfless from that perspective of you know it's all right. Well, cleaning up all the time, for example, it's like all right, like it's it's a it's a mess all the time because kids running around all. But if you know if we can stay on top of it, we won't get overwhelmed. But another thing I like is for me, just w- what do I like to do? So like, I love to work out. And so for me, if I want to get the workouts in that I want, I just have to wake up earlier. I have to find that time. So for me, it's, I wake up at around 445, 450 every day now, and I get my workout in and I'll be, I'm, so by 6am I'm done with, and I get a good amount in. And that's just, it's, it's my, I call it my selfish hour where it's my time. It's, I, I, I love what I do and it's, it's, I don't have to talk to anyone or I just kind of, I'm allowed to kind of, to, to zone it out. And that's been really helpful because for me, it's, if I don't, certainly from a workout perspective, if I don't feel like my training is where I want, my days are not good. I've always been like that ever, you know, ever since my high, my, my high levels of, of competing to whatever it might be. It's like, if my training days aren't where I want, I emotionally struggle and then that, that cascades into other things. So taking care of myself first then allows me to do other things and just having a, having a regimented schedule. So at, you know, by right around six o'clock, six 15, I'm all wrapped up. I can make my coffee. It's, you know, Haley's still asleep. Um, Marin's usually up at that point and she's, and she's cranking on work pretty early. So she tries to uh, get a couple files done on what she needs to do uh, before Haley will wake, will wake up six thirty, six forty five breakfast and then i have a like a huddle with my with my team at 8 a.m so i usually you know so so mara watch her till about 9 9 30 and then i usually take haley so like we just schedule accordingly she'll sleep take a nap right around noon um you know short end 90 minutes long end two two and a half hours so that's awesome. you know, that's and that's the time that we just we crank we work and and we get everything done um and then and then from there the afternoon you know we, we just the, it's sort of just all right. Let's just figure it out. I, I usually have meetings around four, four or five to to wrap up the day, and then at that point for her, she works out. So I, I'll take Hales for dinner, and then the cleanup time, and then and then we'll kind of and then depending on on how it flows, I usually do bedtime. That's my favorite time, so I get to do that, and then that that allows uh, you know Marin, my wife's Marin, um, she can just kind of have a few few minutes of, of space. So. I think the key, as I kind of roll through my whole schedule, there is every day is the same, which right. is really helpful. Um, and we just communicate and we shift based off schedules. But um, and it's easy for every day not to be the same. It's easy to be lazy, right? When you know you're in your house all day, you know. So like I'll, you know, after after I work out, I'll shower, I'll get cleaned, I'll actually change full outfits into the work, the you know, the work work clothes, and I, it's like. I don't put on, you know, anything special. I just put right. on clean workout clothes. Right. <laughs> um, but you know, I shave, I like, I, 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 I just do things that I would have normally done. And that just has, allows me to be focused. Um, and, but even still it, it's, it's a, it's a weird feeling that of 
being in the house all the time. And, you know, it's, you know, I'm not coaching classes, you know, like I would be or, or, run, or running around. I'm not commuting, you know, to Boston and back. So there's a lot more time, which is, which is great. Granted, it's been a pretty crazy time with three gyms that are now shut down and dealing with the, obviously the change in um, our business business model. And then now also try, making sure that we can keep our businesses alive uh, throughout this time. And then just repurposing our whole fitness staff uh, and our 700 person membership from a Reebok perspective. So, you know, essentially created new business models in, you know, two weeks. So even though I've been home, I've been busier and more exhausted than I've ever been in my whole life, just because of the nature as I'm sure everyone is, you know, with doing everything new. Right. So. Yeah. It's, it's like that. It's like a steep learning curve. So you're, you're, you have to be firing on all cylinders to keep up with everything, um, which is in and of itself, like mentally exhausting, right? Yeah. Even though you're probably like sitting on the couch yeah. or like not leaving like a, you know, like a, an acre, right? Like yeah. not leaving a, a couple of feet. Um, it's, it's still really exhausting. A couple of things I want to touch on. One is, um, first of all, thank you for sharing that whole routine with us. I think that's really valuable for people who are kind of just like flying by the seat of their pants and, you know, something as simple as like showering, getting dressed, it's like priming yourself for the day. But, but also, um, and I don't know if, I'm sure this is intentional, but it's it's also keeping the routine for your kid, right? Keeping a schedule for for your kid because children thrive on predictability, on schedules, on routines. Oh, yeah. And so if their day is thrown out of whack because like you don't feel like showering or you got a crappy or didn't get a workout in or you your wife and you are arguing about who's going to do what versus like they know like roughly like at nine o'clock their tummy is rumbling again for a snack and and after snack means this and after that means that right and then there's their nap and so when their day is like super predictable um they thrive and they're like super secure and comforted by that and so one way to do that is by you having a predictable routine too and keeping that so i think that's really valuable information for for everybody to hear you also mentioned waking up really early i'm also an early riser like 4 30 you know, four o'clock sometimes. Yeah. What about dudes who are just like, no, man, I am not, I can't. How do, how, yeah. how are you getting up? How are you forcing yourself to get up that early? Yeah. I mean, it's, I think it's, I think there's a few things. One in the gym world, right? So you, you don't, you don't have a choice, right? Like for years you open a gym, it's your job. Right? right. And so there's that piece, you know, but now, so this is a good test, right? Because you don't have to, right? There's, there's no class. There's no gym. I got to open up, you know, like it, it, you know, but, and it's easy to sit there and be like, Oh, I can work out later. Right. You could, you could say that, you know, you know, when you're laying in bed at four thirty AM. And I think a few things for me is knowing that it's a, it's a commitment thing is where if I said, I'm going to do something, it's, it's a, it's always been your word is your bond type of thing. And and, it, and it's the crazy, you know, when, whenever we would do a workout, you know, and we would always say like, well, you wrote it, we got to do it. Even if it's stupid, you know, like I can't tell you how many times I, I wish we didn't write it or say it because we are now doing it. Right. Um, but, and it, so I think it's just that level of integrity of like, I have to do this because I've committed to this. And, and part of things that I do on purpose is I'll talk about it. You know, I'll talk about it on my podcast. I'll talk about it here. I'll let people know. I'll post about it on social media. So for me, I now have an obligation to live up to my word. So because 
I think that, you know, for, for those out there that struggle, I think you do need some level of accountability, right? So if your job t- says you have to be there at a certain time, there's your accountability, right? You have to be there. But no one is going to be sitting in my garage at, you know, 5 a.m., you know, waiting right. for me. So I think that if you can create some level of accountability with yourself, whether it's you tell somebody to, to you know, hey, like, you know, if you have a buddy that's going to work out, you know, at the same time, and then you, you call and say, how was your workout? And they're like, oh, I didn't do it. Now, now you have that, that you know, it's, that's why CrossFit gyms work, right? Because, you know, people pull on each other. Um, so I do think, you know, for me, it's, it's every day is not like there, there are nights where I start, I'm, I'm up late or I'm, um, I didn't sleep good and I'm tired, but everyone knows that you feel better after the workout. Right. But that's right. not going to, that's not going to convince you at four 30 in the morning. And I just, I always have the mindset and I, and I don't, I think, I don't think everyone does, but I always say, well, someone's working harder than me. Someone is doing this. And and which means I, why can't I, why, why, you know, I should be able to, um, and, you know, and I, this might go against what you know, a lot of people, it's like, you know, like, oh my, I do think it's easy to fall into a trap. I'm tired. I'm beat up. My body needs a rest day. I often think that's bullshit. Um, because you, you make yourself believe that, right? It's, I've never once done a workout where I've regretted it. Right. After the fact, even stupid work, it's like, well, you know what? We did it. We can, no, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of that. So I just, I have this whole internal dialogue and, and, but also keeping in mind, every workout doesn't need to be the same. So like you can, some, some, you, know, you have a spectrum of, for me, you know, like if, if you're working out, you have a spectrum of workouts where it can be, okay, I'm just here to move. And you just move. And, and, and so I have a whole like, you know, laundry list of workouts that I'm just going to get on the bike and then I'm going to do some, you know, whatever it is. Like, it's like, I'm going to do one of my favorites is this 10 cal bike, 10 burpees for 10 rounds, you know? And, you know, you just, because it's, I can go slow, I can go fast, I can move, you know, I, I can take five rounds as a warm up, and I can turn it up for five more rounds and, and then take it from there, you know, and then, and then you kind of the other end of the spectrum is like you know what I'm I'm working out to to really push the envelope here and that's probably not going to happen at 5 a.m. to be honest with you you know um you know we're probably not going to be pushing towards you know you know preparing for the CrossFit Games at 5 a.m. right you know and then there's also just like feel good workouts where like you know it's like whether you you do some strict pull ups you do some bench press you know you do some accessory work type of stuff that you're not getting you know your heart rate's not going to get get up high but you feel good. Right. And I think those are the, the three types of workouts and every day can be a little different. Um, but I think that, so, the, and that can be liberating where like, you can also change, like, you know, you can wake up and if you're not feeling hot, we'll just start moving, right? Just start moving because you're probably not going to stop. Um, and I think you do need some level of internal dialogue, you know, for those that really struggle with it. And, you know, I, when people tell me I'm, I'm just not going to do it, I, I just ask why. I mean, you got to ask yourself why and what are your goals? Um, because you got to be uncomfortable to, to garner change, right? So for those that's like, you know, for those, you know, like you said, like the, the audience is, you know, dads and either new dads or soon to be dads, wherever you're at. And like, you know, it's, it's, it's like being a parent, right? It's like everything's uncomfortable and challenging. It's like I was talking to someone today, like, you know, like changing a diaper, like there's nothing comfortable about that. Right. And, 
and there's multiple levels of uncomfortableness because there's no there's no manual on this stuff. Right. But you just do it because you don't have a choice. And who would have thought you change 400 diapers, you don't even care anymore. You know, but in order to garner change, there needs to be a level of of, of discomfort. And and I think that that's overlooked sometimes that, no, it's not going to be awesome. And you know what? It's going to be uncomfortable. No different with fitness, right? Like workouts are going to really suck that garner a massive adaptation. So I think that you have to commit to that and 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 put it in your routine, put it in your schedule. So now that we're all working from home, it's going to be very different. Um I'm not a nighttime. I, I I struggle with working out at night because I'm, a, I, you know, I got nothing left, you know, at the end of the night. I mean, I can do it, but I'm not, you know, those are my feel good workouts. Like that's when I'll do some bench press and pull ups at night, move a little bit. It's sometimes just check the box, and that's that's okay too. Like if you just do a check the box workout, um, but you know, I do think that the mindset of I don't want to do this or it's hard it's a toxic mindset because that's how you kind of fall into this purgatory of complacency and complacency breeds mediocrity and mediocrity is where we see not where we see nothing that we want, but usually it's sort of this, this, this loop of, of, you know, complain about not getting your results. And then it just is sort of this, this negative feedback loop. So <clears throat> let's say one, one of the things that I heard you mention just now is that there are the types of different workouts. Um, and I think it's really important for people to hear that it's okay to get the type of workout you want, right? Like if you want to feel good workout, like a chest and back pump, right? That's yeah. totally fine. If you want to do like um, something where you're left spent on the floor, sweaty puddle, you know, great. That's, that's also awesome if that's what you want to do. Or if you're like pushing for a, you know, PR in your back squat, yeah, that's also awesome. And I think like allowing ourselves to be okay with that. So how do you sort of, or what would you tell somebody who as, you know, like a, a flow master, uh, you know, seminar staff, like CrossFit, constantly varied functional movements, right? High intensity. and somebody who's at home who just wants like a few go-to workouts who wants to like feel good feel fit see results um how do you sort of like um balance the two ideas like constantly varied functional fitness at high intensity yeah. so something different every single day versus like have like your 10 go-to workouts like your 10 cal and 10 burpees yeah. for 10 rounds um how do you balance those two well, you know, i think that I think the, I think the key is it's where, you know, where do you start? You know, it's like, you know, if, if we're like, if we're talking about an individual that is just starting out to try to figure this stuff out, I mean, any movement's better than none. Right. So, you know, equated to walking, right. It's like, you know, you walk every day, walking's not going to, it's really not going to do much for you. You know, everyone gets upset about that. You know, it's like, you know, my favorite, it's my favorite Thanksgiving, uh, you know, conversation, if you want to piss everyone off is that, you know, walking does nothing for you, you know, other than, yeah, maybe it's, you know, your psychological and emotional state, but once your body's, ad, you know, adapted to something, you're adapted to it. Right. You're not going to get any better from walking. If that's all you do, you got to walk faster you got to run, you got to run faster. Right. So with that said, if you're sedentary on the couch and you decide to go for a walk, that's going to be massive for you. You know, so I think that, and then let me tell you, if you have 10 workouts that you cycle through, you're probably going to get some really good results for a long time. 
Now, you're not going to be the fittest in the world, and you're, and you're, and you're probably not going to optimize your results, but some good things are going to happen, right? I think the hard thing is, you know, intensity, right? Teaching intensity is is, is very challenging. Yeah. Um, and there are certain movements that don't really allow intensity to happen with ease, right? A good example is like a burpee. A burpee is a treacherous movement, but it's not super high intense, right? Because it's it's slow, relatively speaking, and your heart rate's not going to get up super high, right? Because it just, it takes time as opposed to if I just said, you know, like tuck jumps or, you know, or running in place, like you, that's going to, that's going to, you know, jack you up really quick. So, and you're going to have less muscle fatigue as opposed to your heart rate's going to get so high. So I think for people out there, if we're, if we're just looking for some movements is, you know, pair something that you can move like a cyclical movement to get your heart rate super high. And now, I mean, the, the deluge of body weight movements out there now, it, 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 it just go on the internet, right. And you're going to see some cool stuff. Like, I mean, I know like, like, you know, we program, um, for home workouts on the ham at home we created. So essentially all of our affiliate workouts and competitor workouts, we've taken down to almost no equipment. So the amount of friggin' mountain climbers and right. all these other things that we're doing, and let me tell you, I was talking to my, my, my buddy, James Hobart, who's been programming most of it. We program together and, you know, he and I were saying that th this is the best programming that we've ever seen that we've done. One, we have to get super creative, but two, if this is all you did, you'd be damn fit, right. you know, like, you know, you know, void of, of a barbell or dumbbell. So it doesn't have to be super sexy. You know, you can do a bunch of mountain climbers, you know, and, and, and tuck jumps and air squats and things like that. And you're going to be fine. Um, and I think that's a really simple place to start. And for most people, I think that's fine. And, you know, so, you know, going to the, uh, you know, if, if we are the CrossFit guys and fanatics and, and out there, like variance, functionality, intensity, you just have to get outside the sense that you, you don't need a gym to achieve a lot of CrossFit. I mean, like when I started doing CrossFit, I, I didn't go to a CrossFit gym. I did most of it in my house, in my apartment. Right. You know, I mean, if you have a wall, you can do handstand push-ups. You know, like the hardest thing to do at home is to pull, right? Pulling is the hardest thing if you don't have a pull-up bar. Um, pushing is very easy. Um, you, know, you know, gymnastics is relatively simple, right? We can do variations of L-sits and holds and rocks and all those things. Um, pulling is probably the hardest thing to replicate. Um, if you don't have some sort of external load, um, dumbbell, barbell, you can then get pretty creative with your pulling. But, um, I always say if you, if there's one thing that you, that you would really need to, to start a gym, you need a pull-up bar. That's about it. Everything else you're, you're about good. And then a PVC pipe, you know, like it's pretty amazing. Like, you know, like just put a broomstick in someone's hand and say, press this overhead a hundred times right. with a one second pause in the front rack and a run, one second pause overhead, your, your shoulders will be smoked and exhausted. Your traps will be lit, you know? So from a CrossFit perspective, that's something that you can, you can get pretty creative with very little and, and see some pretty unbelievable returns. And quite frankly, from seeing a lot of people out there, I would say that you're, I, if we're doing CrossFit with no, with no weight, just body weight in your house, most people are going to get fitter because most people, they spend way too much time on a barbell and they actually just need to master their body weight a little more. So I think you'll actually see a lot of CrossFitters get fitter in, in this, in this cross of a course of a month and less fit. Right. Um, just, just work on improving your air squat or something, right. Just like, and do it faster. Like, right. Yeah. I mean, like it's, it's, 
go fast. It's pretty amazing what you know, how intensity will yield some pretty amazing results. So you said you mentioned that the Ham Plan, um, which is a program, remote program that you guys plan online. It's for affiliates. It's for individuals, um, and it's like you know CrossFit is infinitely scalable. So you have like top performer, you know the program as prescribed, and you could take it all the way down to like dumbbells or even no equipment whatsoever. Yeah. Can you give me an example of say like something that somebody can do tomorrow morning at 4:30 with no dumbbells whatsoever like a like a workout and then maybe one with dumbbells if they have a pair of dumbbells at home. Yeah, yeah. Um so so I think so a good good example is one the workout I did this morning which was that as it was written, right? It was a lot of running, so running coupled with um some dumbbell thrusters and dumbbell deadlifts. So that was the, as it was RX, right? So, and you do that. That's great. You have a dumbbell, you know, it's, you know, you 200 meter run and then it was 10 dumbbell thrusters, uh, single arm. So 10, right, 10 left followed by, I think 15 right, left, and then 400 meter run. And it, and it was a, it was a lot of stuff in there. So Nate, we bring that all the way down to no equipment but also say, for example, you know, where you are, you know, you, you can't go running that easily, you know, in and out of your, of, of where you live. So, and, and that's, some, that's, we've taken that into consideration where, yeah, running doesn't take equipment, but a lot of people can't leave their apartment, their, their, their town home or whatever it might be. Right. So we've, we've done a lot of subs for running, um, of like mountain climbers. So we, we've, I, I, I forget the actual number, but I actually, we did like, I ran and then did some mountain climbers. We timed it. We counted the steps. So we have a pretty good number of like how long. So it's, we would do mountain climbers. And then, so like, and then, then we did air squats and then we did thrusters with no weight. Um, you know, for example, for instead of deadlifts, we did glute bridges, Whew. real spicy. If you're not used to doing glute bridges. Um, so, and so we pair that all the way down and then even, even to like, you know, sometimes you're going to see a very different, uh, movement where if, if we're looking at like a, a power clean, we're going to look at, you know, so that's the barbell. So tomorrow we have some, some pull-up stuff. Um, and then we also have a power clean in there. So for the power clean, you might see like a, an explosive tuck jump. You might see we've played, we have, um, like sit to stands, uh, um, deck squats where we're seeing a rapid closing and opening up of the hip. Right. Um, so we, we do a lot of that stuff on there and it's, it's exhausting because, and it's funny cause we, I'll do the, the no equipment version, even though I have equipment, I'm like, that was worse than the equipment version, <laughs> you know? Um, and, and then scaling those are, are going to be a, a little easier as well because it just, it might be repetitions or time domain, but oftentimes body weight is self scaled, right? Where, what that means is you just, you're going to rest. Right. And if, and if you're fitter, you'll go faster. So there is some beauty to that as well. So in going back to this morning's workout, you said there were mountain climbers, single arm thrusters and dumbbells. Yeah. So was it like five rounds of a minute of mountain climbers, 10 thrusters? How many? Yeah, this, how many this morning's workout was a bit of a, uh, like, a like a, a Ulysses, you know, the odyssey type of right writing on the whiteboard, but it was a 200 meter run followed by, um, 10 thrusters right and left. Um, mm -hmm. and then followed by 400 meter run, uh, you know, 15 and 15. And then, and then we went to single arm deadlifts with the same rep scheme, um, 10 and then 15, uh, 200, then 400. Then I went to a 600 meter run with 20 burpees over the dumbbell. 
Then it went to an, uh, and then from there it was, we combined them, uh, 10 thrusters, right, left, 10 deadlifts, right, left, 800 meter run. Um, so, and so it was, it was, it was a bit of a, it was fun, actually beautiful work. I really, at first I didn't like it because how long it took me to write on my whiteboard. Um, but then I, I really liked it because it was, it it was, it was beautiful for a a. 5am workout because it, it ramped up in its, its intensity within its own workout, which was really nice, um, to do. Yeah. Cause you could warm up in the workout, right? So you don't have to spend for those. Yeah, of us who those don't are my favorites. Of, yeah, you don't. For those of us who don't have a lot of time, you know, if you're, you know, kids taking a nap and you have twenty minutes to yourself, you can't spend twenty minutes out there foam rolling and all that. You got to get right into it. Um, so I like to tell people to just like warm up through the movements themselves. Like if it includes some air squats, just you know, take the first round or two, you know, move your, you know, move well, and then by like the the fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth round, make sure you're really pushing it. Um, not to stay on this topic too much longer, but like a 400 meter run, if I want to make that into mountain climbers, would you say it's about, if a 400 meter run is roughly like an, a minute 30 to a minute 50, would you say it's that somebody should do maybe a minute and 30 mountain climbers? Let me, let me, let me get that. Let me pull it up exactly. Cause we, we did the math on it. Um, yeah. So let me see yesterday's workout because you could do that like if it's going to take you two minutes you could always do two minutes of movement but you know so for so for let's say we did a a 200 meter run let me see what i have for the no equipment yeah so 400 meter run we would do 80 mountain climbers is how is what we came 80 mountain climbers now there's a few things here right so with the 80 mountain climbers so 400 meter runs 90 seconds right if we're moving mm-hmm. you can make mountain climbers easier or harder by right. how hard how you bring how high you bring your knees up those types of things like that so it is and and so when we so when we coach it since we do virtual coaching now um you know that's how we tell people to scale it where it's like hey if you're you know if this is something that you want to like if you're if you're gonna if you're gonna pull this a sub 90 second 400 you know out on the road then I, I want you to bring your knees all the way up. Like we're doing full mountain climbers. But if you know what, a 400 meter might take two minutes plus, just, you know, only bring those knees up halfway between your elbow and where your feet are. So that's how we would scale something like that. Right. Um, but, um, and that's, and that's something we try to spend a lot of time on with the, the ham at home program is, you know, giving those confines of the stimulus of a workout. Right. Because, um, and that's why, to, but in, if, if you're like, Hey, I don't know what to do. Well then, yeah it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful scale, right? All right. 90 seconds, as many mountain climbers as you can get. It's not as measurable, but it's still, again, you're going to get a workout. Right. Totally. Um, just to clarify 80 reps, is that each foot or one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, all the way. Yeah. Like every time you move your feet, one, two, three, okay. four. So not one, one, two, two, three, three. No, gosh, no. <laughs> That's awesome. <clears throat> um, yeah, it seems, um, like a, like a, like a really doable, um, scale for those of us who, you know, like if you're work, waking up at four 30 in the morning and you can't like get out of the house to go to the gym, right. But you could work out in your living room. You can crank out some mountain climbers, some thrusters, some deadlifts, um, seems fairly doable. Um, why do you think, um, like, why do you think people like struggle with fitness or fail at fitness? Why, why, why is there so much like the, the yo-yo, the, uh, the ebbs and flows? Why are people into it one week and then not into it another week? What's getting in their way? You know, I think, 
I think it's, I think just people don't like working out and that's okay. You know, I, I think that, I mean, I know a lot of people that work out because they know they have to, but they really don't like it. Um, and it's hard to do things you don't like to do. It's not fun. You know, I think you know, someone told me, they're like, you know, listen, you know, they, like, I just don't like working out like you do. <laughs> uh, and, and, it's, and, and it's easy for me to forget that, right? The same thing with nutrition, right? It's like, mm-hmm. so it's, 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 it's almost, you know, I have an emotional connection to working out. So I love working out. So that's part of my life. Everywhere, everything, my life is, it, it revolves around it. Uh, food, I don't have an emotional connection to. It's for me, it's fuel, it's a source. It is, it's a, you know, it, it is a, a part of my day that I need to do. It's like putting gas in my vehicle. It's a, sometimes more of a pain in the butt right. to do. So, and I think it's easy for me to forget that a lot of people aren't like that. So I think step one is realizing that it's really difficult for people to do things they don't want to do. Why, why don't, why are people struggle waking up at four 30 in, in the morning? Cause they don't want to do it. And then there's no purpose behind what they're trying to do. Um, and then I think from there, having a goal, I think what, what CrossFit has done for a lot of people is why I truly love it as a fitness program, but by no means, so I think it's the only way to work out or get fit, but I do think it's the best. Um, and, 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 and the reason why is because it gives you purpose. I, and, and it, from a micro perspective, I'm going to do this workout for time. I'm going to do this for reps or for load. Therefore, I'm going to try to go faster or get more reps. From a, a macro perspective, I have goals. I, I do. I want to. I want to PR this lift. I want to go faster in the in this workout, and and now it's performance driven, and it's and and, that, and that's why. And and again, the, the the problem is some people are not performance driven either, right. and it's another struggle point. Is where so like for example, if you tell me and anything, hey, here's the task. I'm going to say, all right, I'm going to win. Right. I'm going to beat every single person. And it's not that I have ill will for anyone. I just feel like I want to win. And I think I'm better than everybody. Right. And I got to prove it by winning. Right. And and that's why I love CrossFit because it's my, it, that's how I think. And a lot of people are like, eh, are turned off by it. They don't want that. So I think, I think finding what can drive people and, 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 and that's, and that's, that, that's the psychology of, it. and what, and so maybe it starts with some sort of extrinsic motivation, right? And then from there, it's then chasing the feeling of, I, you know, I will, we all know how we feel after a workout. Very rarely have I talked to him like, ah, I feel like shit after I work out. Ah, I feel good. Right. So that can be the extrinsic motivators and then finding something inside. And, and, and here's, and here's what I have for, for, for dads out there. Right. It's like, well, you have a responsibility to your child to be able to take care of them and, and be healthy and do whatever they want to do with you it's like now is it's life no longer is about you it's about them and i think to myself i want to be able to to get in and I'll, I'll get into positions I'll, I'll squat i'll roll around on the ground and and i'll run like the other day you know she was throwing a tantrum so i throw on my shoulders and i just sprinted around the house okay. until she started laughing i mean i was exhausted you know, and I thought to myself, and I and I think like this a lot. I'm like, man, like how many dads can't do this? Or you know, like I'll be in the you know I'll be in the bottom of a squat, like looking at certain things. I'm like, you know, and I just 
think to myself, I know people that can't do this, you know? Right. And I, and that for me has to be motivation for everyone. It, it's because I, I understand that everyone has different motivators, but if there's one thing across the board is we have to have this selfless motivation for our children. And, and, and that has to be what gets you to train, to wake up early and, it's and to to eat well to set the example. It's it's and to me it's not even a choice. And I think that's where we as 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 dads really need to understand that it's it's no longer about us. And whatever you, you know, if you want to have a couple of beers at night, that's great. But you better wake your ass up in the morning and work out. And 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 because that has to be equally as important. And you know. And, and you need to be able to have that, that, that pendulum. So I think that for me is something that it, it, it always pushes me. Right. Because, and, and I, and I truly feel that it's easy for people to forget that. And, and that, and that you can't argue with it. It's like, yeah, just, you know, be able to do whatever you want with your kid forever. My dad's yeah. 60 years old today. It's his birthday today, 63. And my dad comes over to the house. I go to my dad's house. We work out together. We do team workouts. That's awesome. I'm how I'm 33, right? So he's 30 years older than me and we're doing the same workouts together. And I think to myself, that's my goal. In 30 years, I want to do the same thing. And it's, it's, I mean, I don't even, it's my dad, right? So I'm like, and I've only known my dad is like that. So I almost think it would be weird for that not to happen. I've always, you know, he taught me how to work out and now we're doing CrossFit together, you know? Like, right. And I think how, how sad would it be if, you know, if I couldn't do that, I, I don't even, I couldn't even fathom it because, you know, that's what I've always had. So that, that drives me and it should drive every one of us out there. And I, uh, it's awesome. Um, you know, saying like being able to do things with your kids that other people can't. Um, I think that's like, I also want to be like your dad, a 66 year old or 63 year old, 63 year old who's, who's doing things that other 63 year olds can't do. Right. With like my kid or even my grandchildren, um, something that my, my two daughters like, Oh, like love is when I like throw them up in the air and like, you know, like 10 reps 20 times right like yeah and then once i do one i know that the other one is going to want a turn and then they both want turns back and forth and i end up doing like you know each i'll end up throwing both of them for like 10 or 20 times in the year each like five or six sometimes 10 times each right so now we're looking at like 200 overheads and I, yeah and they're having a blast in my mind my shoulders are on fire but like i don't know if like can everybody get 200 yeah. You know, like throw, throw a 30 pound up, you know, yeah. 200 times in the year. And, and, and it's like, imagine how, how much would it say, like, oh, you know, daddy can't do that. <laughs> right. And it's like, I'm like, man, that's, you know, and I know it sounds tough, but it's pathetic. It's like, well, you should, you know, like, and that's, and if, and if you can't let that be your motivation, you know, like, and, 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 and that's, and that's, and that for me is it. it's like, it's funny because as I've gotten older, you know, and, and, and I'll, 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 today I was doing a sandbag workout in the afternoon when you know I had, I had, I, I wanted to get another workout in. So I had 15 minutes. So I made a little 15 minute workout, it had some sandbag cleans in it and it was a 150 pound sandbag and I, and I'm just, you know, moving it. I'm like, if I, if I can manhandle this 150 pound sandbag 
I'll be pretty good for a long time. You know, like, and, and, and I think about things like that, where it's like you said, you want to throw, you know, like do whatever you want. And I want to be able to just, you know, just do whatever I want with, with my children. And so I, I think that it's a no brainer from a motivation perspective. And it's, uh, and I, and I think we set a good example that like we, that movement, you know, like I, I squat with her all the time. And like I'll have her on my shoulders and I'll squat and like, it just, the, the decrepitude that has creeped into sort of middle-aged, you know, Americans specifically, it, it's, it just breaks my heart, you know, and like, you know, and, and it's, I, I'm so far removed because I'm in a gym seven days a week, but I'll even go to like daycare when I drop her off and I'm like, and I'll see the other parents. I'm like, gosh, like, you know, we got to do something about you guys. Right. We got to get you moving. And, and, you know, part of me is like, I just wish I could just put, press pause and be like, Hey, let's figure this shit out because you're not going down a route that's good right now. And I mean, I'm sure you see it, you have, you know, people your age and that like you the, the almost like I've given up type of thing, you know, it's like, Oh, like, and I always hear like I hurt my back or, or other shit like that. Like I always hear some type of excuse. Yeah, I don't like, run. Yeah. Whatever it is. And I'm like, come on. Like, and I, I have friends that are all my age that have blown their back, their knee, their shoulders out competing because that's where, they, but they're, they can still do everything and they're fine. You know, like, don't, you know, my dad's 63, you know, and like, come on, he's played football in the seventies, you know, like, you know, like where, where, you know, you break your leg. Great. You know, put some dirt on it. And like, you know, he's fine. And so like, right. you know, I think that the mindset, you know, just that human movement is such an important part of our job as parents. And I, and so I, I couldn't agree more with like, you know, let that be motivation and, and, and it, it fires me up and, you know, it's, that's what we do. I mean, that's what CrossFit's been, it was always built on it, right? Like right. functionality and doing things outside the gym. CrossFit was never meant for you to be the best crosser in the world. It was meant for you to do whatever life throw, threw at you and, and be competent at it. And for most of us, that's being a parent. And that's your number one job for others. You might have a higher calling, whether, you know, you're in the service or whatever it might be, but you know, it's for a lot of us, it's, you know, Hey, I want to be able to just take care of my tribe. (laughs) So let me ask you a question then. Um, So you, you, your father helped sort of like he showed you, introduced you to fitness. Is that something that you want to do with Haley like intentionally, or is, is your, is your goal to sort of like just be the example and let her see her, her parents doing what they do um or is it like nope we're going to do this as a family like you're gonna you're gonna like it um what, what are your thoughts on that no it's a great question i think i think that i, I just try to lead you know lead from the front lead by example and i know uh, it's i always think that for me it was i watched i i watched my dad doing push-ups and i was like shit I can't even do like two push-ups i just watched him do like 70 right i gotta awesome. do that and like it's like you know and that's and that's I've always been inspired by action. So, you know, I think for me, it's, you know, I'm going to live that lifestyle, but try not to be overbearing and, but give opportunity and also educate. Right. And, and, and I think that, but by no means do I want to be the crazy dad of like, it's family fitness time. You know, like, it's like, I'm pretty sure my wife would say, stop that you're crazy. Cause you know, I mean, my, my wife is, you know, she's, she's, she's of, of the kind of like, I don't want to work out with you. 
I want to do my own thing. You know, so I think we, we also balance each other really well that, you know, Marin and I, we're not doing team workouts. Marin's like, I'm going to do my own thing. Right, and right. yeah, so, and I, and I think that will be really helpful for Haley as she grows up because, um, I am an extreme personality and my wife is very different, which is very good. So we can have a little bit of a balance and, and, uh, you know, but I do, I'm, you know, certainly having a daughter teaching, teaching her that it's okay for women to work out. Um, specific, you know, it's like, and I think that's something that CrossFit has really done well for women is showing that, Hey, like it's okay to lift weights and to do this stuff that, you know, at least, you know, before, you know, I think CrossFit is really changing that trend a little bit, but, um, I'm excited for that opportunity to, you know, let her see that, Hey, like it doesn't matter if you're male or female, you know, you know, working out to work out and really our purposes are the same. Um, so I'm excited for those types of opportunities where, um, I think that uh, you can learn so much in the gym. And I think that traditionally a lot of that has been taken away from women specifically because of, you know, what they were told to do, you know, Hey, just go for a run, you know, like, as opposed to, you know, guys go in the weight room. It's like, why don't we all do the same stuff? <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, and now that you're working from home more, um, you know, cause when you're at the gym, you, you also have a garage gym, but you know, like you're working from yeah. home now, she's going to see it more, you know, from, from you on the daily. Um, yeah. and so that stuff just like kids pick that stuff up through osmosis, you know, they just like see it and then they start replicating it. My daughters are constantly doing pushups on the living room floor oh, yeah. or, or air squats. And they're saying, you know, like, Oh, look, we're working out, we're working out. So, you know, right. I um, get it. Yeah. And my, you know, my wife is like, um, she has like her Peloton in the, yeah. in the, in the bedroom and she, yeah, I got the Peloton down here. So my wife gets on it too. That's awesome. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, my wife is like obsessed with it. Like she's like, I get on that thing super... too. It's like, I get on that and I'm like, oh my gosh, after I went, it, it took me a while cause it hurt my butt so much, but then, right. yeah, but now I get on that thing. It's like, I'll sit on that thing now, like at home on conference calls, I'll just sit on that thing and pedal for like 45 minutes. Next, you know, I'm, I'm just sweating, you know, so awesome. yeah, it's nice. I get on that, but yeah, it's funny. That is cool. I've done it. I've done a few classes myself, but then my wife is always like, did you sweat all over it? Did you, you know, move my seat too much? And I'm like, you know what? It's yours. I'm not going to mess with it too much. Um, yeah, yeah. so that's awesome. But, but so now we have like this little small, like little, uh, toy stationary bike that the kids get on and they're like, look, we're doing Peloton. So it's just Heck funny. Yeah. Um, what's next for you guys? So you guys just released the, um, home ham plan. Um, mm -hmm. I know we're in like a weird hiatus with the gym, so we don't even need to talk about, you know, your business plan with that, but what's next for Austin? What's next for the ham plan? What's next for you guys? Yeah. Um, you know, so I think that it, it, it this all comes at a unique time, but you know, I think the, you know, for the ham plan and our programming, you know, our, we've always serviced affiliates and, and so as our main, as our main driver and obviously competitors. Now we have our ham at home, which has become our main program offering. And I think the biggest thing is trying to just help and educate something that my, myself, James Hobart, Spencer Hendel and Travis that we only own the ham plan with is we have a lot of experience, right? R running gyms for you know, 10 years for myself and then you know, running and having four gyms and how do we share that with everyone? So really just increasing the media and the content around education. There's a lot of people out there that, that, that share a lot. And, but I'm a huge fan of, Hey, like you got to walk the walk if you're going to talk the talk and, you know, just in CrossFit's a unique place where a lot of people, um, they bite the hand that feeds 
they, t- you know, they, they like to, they don't like to talk well of CrossFit. Um, right. and which I never really understood. And, you know, so I'm myself, all of us, you know, we was in it's, uh, so I think really just sticking true to the concept of how beautifully simple CrossFit is, but how important it is to develop yourself as a coach and how do you do that? So providing ourselves as a resource, we look at our, as a, we look at our programming as a resource, um, less of a program. And, and that, and that's something that we're going to keep pushing towards is how do we help people deliver a product? And now that we're going to see the, the landscape change a lot in the next three months, four months, we're going to see gyms really struggling. We're going to see the, the virtualization of fitness, which is now here, continue. So just providing resources with that. I mean, we've fully outfitted our full home garage gym is it's a virtual studio. Now we have a TV, we have the lights, um, you know, and, and so just we're learning um, and we're going to try to deliver those learnings to all of our affiliates because all, everyone's life will change because of this. Um, and, and I would say that, you know, if it is, if people are lucky enough just for it to be an economic or professional um, impact, that's still going to be a pretty big impact on their life. So how do we help facilitate that? So that's really our big focus going forward at all of our gyms. And, um, you know, you know, we deliver a conduit of understanding through education. That's awesome. You can go to the handplan.com or the handplan on Instagram, follow uh, myself, a Maliolo, uh, uh, James Hobart, um, Spencer Hendel on, uh, Instagram. And, you know, we don't shut up about it. So, um, you'll, you'll be able to find us pretty easily there. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, awesome. Austin, thank you so much for being on the show. I really, really appreciate you, uh, sharing all of your tips and tricks, sharing your schedule, sharing everything, um, about fatherhood with us. And I think it was like super valuable and everybody has gotten yeah, thank you for the tons of value from this conversation. I really appreciate it. Oh man, thank you so much. Um, I'll talk to you again soon. We'll check in in a in a little while and see how the 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 landscape shifting, how that it's actually like, you know, how we're evolving and all that stuff. I think that'd be a really cool conversation. All right, all right man, I'll talk to you soon. All right, so there you have it. Thanks again to Austin Maliolo. Again, you can find out more about Austin at a Maliolo on Instagram or at thehamplan.com. And for any other links discussed in our conversation, head over to dadbodwad.net slash podcast slash 006 to get all the show notes and links. All right. Thanks, guys. You're incredible. I hope that you enjoyed that show. And if you haven't already subscribed, please do so because next week we're going to be talking with Cam Hall, a nutritionist and the man behind the Fight the Dad Bod on Instagram. He's going to be explaining a super simple way for you to structure your meals to ensure that you're staying hormonally balanced throughout the day and I don't want you to miss it. And would you do me a favor and leave this podcast a five-star review? Your reviews help other dads like you find this amazing community that we're all helping to build. All right, guys, until next week, get after it and fight the dad bot.